everybody. Welcome to How to Be a Texan. It's good to be a Texan. How do you feel about being a Texan, Kevin? I feel great. How about you, Andrew? Yeah. Now do your Kyle Kirkpatrick. Hey, hey everybody. <laughs> Welcome back. Hey, hey everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to How to Be a Texan. Uh-huh. Good to be a Texan. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> it does feel good to be a Texan. I feel especially good to be a Texan right now. At you least you know, didn't you know start out by saying congratulations, everyone. Congratulations. Or no, way pretty, to go, everyone. Or no, way to go. Well. Way to go, everybody. <laughs> You're still alive. Congratulations. I don't know what else to tell them. I don't know either, man. And then, or congratulations if you are a Texan, then, you know, God bless Texas. Yeah, yeah. And if you're not a Texan. Well, then you got to get here as quick as you can. You better get And here. if you sneeze, then God bless you. God bless Gazuntite. <laughs> That's right. Okay, uh, hey, so today we thought we would talk about winter in Texas. It's been cold this week, man. Winter is coming. Yeah. Right? No, it was here. Well, not well, officially. Not officially. No, but I mean, the weather was in the 20s. This oh, it is but cold. Yeah. Yeah. I, I fired Colder up the- than a well digger's hiney in the middle of the spring. Okay. You know, that <laughs> that is one that we should have covered on the uh, anecdotes. Huh, I don't My know. parents used to say, colder than a well digger's shovel. Well digger's shovel. I guess if you're digging a well that... What if it's in the middle of summer? Well, I don't know. I don't know about I that. I don't know. But so anyway. It's, it's nice and cool down there. So miles. anyway, we have all kinds of riffs on that in, in my the family. the substrata. I thought it was hot mm. near the magma core. I don't know if your well's going How that, deep that are deep. these wells? <laughs> <laughs> magma. Kyle's like, I'm going to get boiling water. Let's go right. down until it's boiling. Might as well make sure it's boiling. Yeah. Okay, so winter in Texas. So we're not there yet. We're in no. kind of deep fall. Yeah, but cold the, came early this year. It did. Yeah. So I had to bust out all my stuff in the mm-hmm. barn to make sure everything's not freezing and because I got water out in the barn and no heat out there. So... Anyway, but the Earth's core temperature is plenty warm, so it hadn't gotten at 20s. But we fired up the fireplace. Yes. We did that. Yeah. I've a couple had, nights. I've had lots of fires. We cooked a big old batch of chili. Oh, that's good. That's always good. I got cold chili, night. and I didn't get a call. Oh, yeah, and I, uh, used, I used Papa's recipe, too. Oh, oh. It was amazing. That's good. I'm kind of offended. I there was nothing a, left, Andrew. There was nothing. I was going to drive over <laughs> here, and I was going to take some. So people, people think, care. when you think of of winter in Texas, you think everybody's in shorts and flip flops and getting a tan I all summer. I think that's what the perception is. is I that do too. Texas is just a desert. No, it's, I, it's I do not. too. It's, not like it's that. always hot all the time, and uh, and that's just not true. So there was something last week. I saw some picture on Facebook came across, and you saw it too, where it showed in the northern Panhandle of Texas, up by Amarillo, just north of Amarillo. And uh, it was 30, mm-hmm. 29, 30. I think it was snowing, too. 30 snow. and snowing because mm-hmm. the mountain, the Rockies got all that snow, and that just whipped across the northern panhandle. And it was 90 down in South Padre or Brownwood. Or, mm-hmm. Is that Brown? That's Brownsville. I don't know. Down in the tippy-top tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Southern Brownsville, tip. yeah. yeah. Brownsville because Brownwood is kind of in the central Texas. Anyway, so Yeah, it's, so down in the bottom – Southern tip, it was in the 90s. Yeah, but think about it. That's 930 miles apart between mm-hmm. Brownsville and the northern tip of the northernmost um, part of the Panhandle. And then it's about 840 miles from Port Arthur over to El Paso. Mm-hmm. Man, that crazy. That's crazy. I saw some other picture this week, and it showed how many states you can put in the te- in All the, the northeastern Texas. states? 
Uh, most of the northeastern. Yeah. yeah, you can put Georgia and yeah. Tennessee and all these other states. It's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. It was cold here where we're at. It North, was cold. In, yeah, we're we're they call our area North Texas. Uh huh. But really not. I mean, obviously the Panhandle is farther Way north, north than we are. Yeah, yeah. but we're considered quote unquote North Texas because we're right. you know close to Oklahoma. I guess. Yeah, or North Central Texas, whatever you call. Yeah. It. But, but it anyway. got down to twenties and thirties this week. Yeah. So when you cold. think of describe if you're in Ohio, what do you think is a typical Texas winter? From swings of temperature to snowfall I, I, to rain. I don't think they have a concept, really. You know, most people think that it just doesn't get cold here, and it, it does get cold here. It does get cold. Yeah. Are you asking about an Ohio winter? No, I'm asking about your what, perception. Yeah, what their perception. You yeah, I don't think it. they have a... I think their perception is that we don't really have winter here. Right. You right. know? But when those blue northers come through, they come all the way through. Yeah. They don't just stop in Kansas. They keep coming. Yeah. Come all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, north what to south. What is a blue norther? You don't know what a blue norther is? No. For real. I've heard it, but I don't know what it is. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know it. As soon as it hits, you're like, holy crap, that's a blue norther. <laughs> you don't know what it is either. I absolutely know what it is. <laughs> I can describe it exactly when it happens. It's a burst of Arctic air that blasts through the atmosphere straight north to south. Yeah. yeah. And... um and it's amazing once it hits. Yeah. Now it gets cold here. Yeah. Yeah. Not so, for long periods of time. Well, we'll have... Because typical Texas weather changes, you know, very quickly anyway. Well, it does. And so that that's the thing that was shocking because, a we, I mean, it feels like a week and a half ago, it was 90-something degrees. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was hot. And then this past week, it's been really cold mm-hmm. to the point where I'm having to put heaters out in the barn, mm-hmm. putting the horses up in the barn, which is a total pain. And whatever. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, for me, a, a, tep- a, a typical Texas winter is it's in its short. It really goes, you know, November through February ish. You know, November, December, January, February. Those four months, and um, and then once March hits, you just never know. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes March March is beautiful. Sometimes March is crazy cold. That's hail season. Well, that's when you get hail. You do tornadoes. All yeah. that March, April, May. Mm-hmm. Just awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I remember uh, growing up, you know, we didn't have <coughs> internet. And you remember the mornings, you know, when it would freeze up overnight. Because we would usually get at least, you know, one ice storm a year, it right. seemed like. Right, Freeze up. And then, you know, I remember I'd get up early and I'd eat my breakfast and I would be watching the news. And they would scroll all the school districts that were closing. That's you remember right. that? That's right. And you would just sit there and you'd be waiting, waiting for your school district to show. It's like, yes! Yeah, that's right. Arlington is closed. I get to stay home today. And then the ultimate disappointment would be either it didn't close or it's a 10 a.m. start. Yes, exactly. Yeah, buses are running slow. And then I was always like, what? You know, yeah. Then I wanted to you know, challenge the, the ruling, you know? <laughs> that's right. And supposedly the superintendent of the school drove around and you know, declared that our roads were okay. That's that right. happened occasionally, but those uh, were, but you know, nowadays it's not the same because now you just wake up, you look on the internet, and you know, you know if the school's closed or not. Right? There's that, not that it's not anticipation. Quite, that's that right. Yeah. Well, so you look at again, you look at the the breadth of the state, and we've got all these regions across the state. So, snowfall and and ice are two big deals. Per, probably the northern half of the state would be my guess. Well, including El Paso, when you go all the way out to El Paso, because they get some snow as well, because they're right there by those mountains. 
But uh, then the southern part of the state, it doesn't have near as much. But up here in North Texas, where we live in the DFW area, we get a lot of black ice. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily get snow. Oh, it's not fluffy snow. Oh, no. It's ice. So, like, if we're talking about kill uh, you. Ohio yeah. friends, they get 12 feet of fluffy, cool mm-hmm. snow. Right. We get one inch of black ice, and it's deadly. It's mm-hmm. awful. And then you get all these people, and all these big trucks that have four-wheel drive, and they're like, oh, no, I'm good. I can drive one of that. It's no problem. No, you can't. Because, again, you instead of two-wheel spinning, you got four-wheel spinning on black ice. When we lived in Flower Mound, there were, I don't know, this was like 10 years ago, there were two paths to get out of Flower Mound at this time. Yeah. And if you were going west, okay, and you could either go up 1171 uh-huh. over to 35. Right. Or... You could go up twenty four ninety nine into Grapevine and go around that way. Okay. And we had an ice storm on Christmas Eve, and I can't remember what year this was. And we were trying to get um, we were trying to get out of our house to get to Kendra's sister's house because oh, that's where, I remember this. That's where Christmas Eve was going to be held. Okay. okay. And so our fr- and. There was no warning for this ice storm. Uh-huh. I'm sure you got to remember this. There was no warning, and on Christmas Eve it just came in all day, and uh-huh. by you know five o'clock it was just ice everywhere. Right. So we were trying to get out. We decided to go 1171. Okay. Well, this was back before they had widened 1171. It was just a two lane highway all the way to 35. Right. And there was a couple of really big hills. I oh, mean, yeah. I'm sure you remember. I mean, just yeah. you know. And we got out there, and people could not get up oh, yeah. one of those hills. Right. And so traffic was just backed up forever. Oh. So we sat there for probably an hour huh. and finally decided, okay, well, it's not going to work. Right. I think I was in middle school when that happened. You probably was, yeah. So then we turned around, and then we decided, okay, let's try to you know go back out 2499 by Grapevine, go around that way. We were trying to get to Haslett, where her sister lives. We go through Flower Mound and we get to uh, 121 out there by the Grapevine Mills. Uh huh. And traffic was stopped, and all you could see was just red tail lights for 100 miles. And then all of a sudden, everybody had to pee. We said, well, you know, we're not getting out. Yeah. So we turned around. We literally could not get out of Flower Mound that night to get to Christmas Eve. It's terrible. It's crazy. So that's the kind of stuff we get here. You know, you can't yeah. drive on it. No, you can't drive. And people who think they can drive on it <laughs> end crash. up in the ditch. Yeah. They crash up against yeah. a guardrail or crash. Or so ditch. we went to Red Hot and Blue Barbecue Place, and that's where we had our Christmas Eve dinner that night because that's I, all the place we could get to. I do love their potato salad. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> I'll just say, I was going to think, I was going to just wondering if you guys were like reverting back to cannibalism or, you know, something like no, that. No, it wasn't quite that bad. You know, it really, awful situation no Kendra's giving me the head nod you remember that year it wasn't quite to the point of having to eat each other no 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 to survive no (laughs) well it sounds terrible and terrifying well the whole point is just you you cannot drive and it came in within eight hours that day it went from being sunny the day before to a disaster. I'm kidding. It doesn't yeah. sound terrifying. It just sounds like it's inconvenient. It's it. It is. Yeah, it is. inconvenient. It Not is. cannibalistic. Just inconvenient. <laughs> cannibalistic. Yeah, yeah. But it's bad, and it can be awful. Um, matter of fact, my friend Beth, she told me that they were driving up in Indiana one time, and her husband, uh, Mike, almost uh, froze to death. Isn't that awful? 
Why? Well, I don't know. Radiator went out or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't have any story behind this? No. Just... He's okay now, though. <laughs> Radiator goes out. You almost freeze to death. She <laughs> like Ned. All they found was one shoe and a backpack. <laughs> backpack. <laughs> Your friend Ned in Alaska. Uh, he died. Uh, he got eaten by a grizzly bear. <laughs> Kodiak grizzly bear. Anyway. I've driven. I used to work a lot in Indiana when I was young, when I first it's, started my career. It's, it's snowier up there. It than would it snow, and I had no problem driving up there. It's no, because, you know why? Because they they know how to deal with it up there. They know how to deal with it, number one. Number two, it's not ice. It's just it, fluffy it, snow. It's fluffy snow that you can ooch off the road, or they know mm-hmm. how to put salt down or whatever. Did I ever tell you that story? About um, getting stranded at O'Hare Airport for 18 hours? No. I, I used to work for, uh, I was consulting, and I was up north in Indiana, and I was working for these I'm going to tell you a couple of stories. This is, again, Thanks, it, Trump. It's only, it's only one story. <laughs> and so I was working, so this is the last time I've ever not abided by what a nun has told me. Okay. okay. So I was working for a sister. And she was the CEO of this hospital company, and it was Friday afternoon, and I was a young married man, and, and I needed to get home. I wanted to get home. And, and so they said, and so I was in South Bend, Indiana, and I was going to fly over from South Bend to O'Hare, O'Hare to Dallas, right, just to get home because I'd go up there work Monday through Friday, and then I'd come home. She said, don't go through O'Hare. So, it's winter. So the sister said she came out there at about 830 because she knew. She said, Kyle, we've got – uh, uh, lake effect snow coming. You need to drive south to Indianapolis right now, because she was worried. I mean, she was so sweet. She was worried. You know, you're a young man with a baby and whatever. And I'm like, sister, I'm. I thank you so much. You're but like, I, fine. I'll just say a few hell marys. It'll be fine. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I said, I'm sure I'll be fine. I can make it through O'Hare. And she's like, Mm-mm. Yeah. She, rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. So within 20 minutes, they had closed down the South Bend Airport. Then. She did. She said, well, okay, if you're going to be stubborn, you better start driving O'Hare right now. So I, I drove to O'Hare. It took me about two and a half hours to drive over, over to O'Hare, and all the snow started coming. It was a big, spotchy, big, giant snowflakes. And we got probably, I don't know, three feet, four feet of snow in like two hours. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. So that lake effect snow, those great lakes, these storms will come, and they'll just kind of pile up and they can't dump on the lake and they just pile up on the south shore Mm -hmm. and that's what happened and so i sat there at o'hare airport overnight just watching these big tractors that's brutal moving snow around i've been to o'hare i don't know hundreds of times during the winter yeah and the thing that drives me nuts is it takes forever to de-ice those airplanes it does you would think they would have that down a little bit better they they should be fast at it it's all chemistry and physics it just takes a long well you can't create de-ice without chemistry and physics you gotta wait we've invented magic i mean there's a lot of magical things in this world the point is in in north texas we get black ice Mm -hmm. every once in a while we get snow and it's not just black ice. We get just solid sheets of ice, man. You remember that time when I pulled it's a like hammy? A glacier. Pushing, you remember that time when I pulled a hammy pushing you down the ice and on the sled? <laughs> yeah, dude. <I> <laughs> I've, been, I've been pushing the kids down. We, we basically got iced in all of Thanksgiving week about 
eight or ten years ago. Yeah, it was a long time and ago. And so, no, it was seven, maybe seven years ago. And so, Kevin and the girls came over, and me and the boys in Caroline were out, and we were sledding down. My my whole place is kind of went on a decline, and so we were. I was pushing them, and they were on whatever trash can <laughs> lids, whatever. So then, baby Huey sets on what? <laughs> so Kevin came over, and I started pushing him, and I pulled a hammy. <laughs> Can you believe that? And Amy's like, why are you pushing Kevin on that thing? Well, but he was like, wee! <laughs> but I hadn't been drinking water, and I was dehydrated, and I pulled a hammy, so whatever. But it was, oh, it was all good. But we I do think have, I was exceeded the weight limit of the no, trash can lid. I'm no. pretty sure I did. And I pushed, I pushed Caroline into a tree. Huh. I, she almost got a concussion. That was sweet. I didn't mean to. Uh-huh. Anyway, baby girl. So... Um, <laughs> Okay, so there are a few articles that I thought we'd hit on about uh, Texas winter. And the one that I really like is this Old Farmer's Almanac. And you, know, you and I have visited that before on our gardening episodes. And I love things. the Farmer's Almanac. Man. I do too because it tells you you know, the moon cycles. It tells you when to seed, when to plant, when to whatever. And as we learned, you should never get a haircut unless the moon is waning. So <laughs> you should consult the Farmer's Almanac. Now. There you go. I did not know that. But regardless, <laughs> it, it is a, a great prognosticator. Now, a lot of people think it's, hog, think it's hogwash. But it it takes a lot of data into effect, and it's been taking data into effect since literally 1792. Well, literally, this is all you had before, right. you know, the technology we have now, the internet and all this stuff. I yeah. mean, you know, 100 years ago, what would you do as a farmer? How would you predict anything, right? And, so and, you had to consult the farmer's almanac. Yeah, and I think all they do is they had just taken data you know, well, it snowed here an inch, or it, it rained here an inch, and it was this degree or whatever, you know. And I think they just keep all that in these manuals, and then they predict based on It all goes back to the trends. Aztecs, man. The Aztecs have predicted when the world will end Oh, based well, on their calendar. When is that? Um, I can't remember the like exact 2012. Oh. <laughs> no, they were wrong. Oh, they got it wrong. <laughs> Did I ever, t- I ever tell you? Oh, the, five, like, the farmer's almanac was based on all that science. You, did, did I ever tell you I was in New York City? Amy and I were in New York City. It was City. the mind calendar. One really. day when I was, was in New York with you when we're, when the world was supposed to end. It was supposed to end. and We I, were there together. And, and you and Kendra must have been off because it was at 10 o'clock on that Saturday morning when the world was supposed to end. Right. Me and Amy were in some kind of goofy store. And I and Amy was looking around, and I didn't have anything to do. So I was just sitting, just sitting there talking to this young lady that was working. And I said, well, are you ready? Because the world's going to end. And I was like, tick, tick, tick. And, and sure enough, it, it, it clicked right through. And I'm like, well, I guess maybe they didn't understand Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, the Mayan calendar ends on December 21st, 2012. Oh, the Mayan oh, calendar. I blamed okay. it on the Aztecs as the Mayans. Okay, yeah. well, uh, I guess we're okay so they, for they, a bit. they missed it. Or either that or we're really pushing the envelope. Yeah. Pretty hard. We're on the edge. Yeah. Okay, but it's regardless. It's like the expiration date on milk. Like, you don't know. But I remember you were like, hey, y'all want to go to New York on this trip? And I'm like, I don't care. The world's going to end that weekend anyway. That's so right. Might not? as well. Yeah. We'll Might just well. leave the kids behind and, you know, spend New York. And <laughs> yeah. Spend I think that was our theory. I think that's pretty much what we said. And that's when you, you rode your uh, your bike shorts around all through the subways I in did. New York. Yeah, that was fun. That was awesome. That was awesome. But anyway, this Farmer's Almanac is fantastic. And what it says, and so even for 29, so we're in uh, November of 2019. Uh, when we're recording this. So if you're listening to this five years out, hey, we're back in November 2019. Um, So this predicts out three years. And so for this winter, it's talking about us having... Do you think like, you know, a thousand years from now, somebody will 
find these old podcast episodes and, you know, like podcasts will be like an ancient artifact. Like bloodletting? No, just yes. like, you know, how they find these stone tablets oh, yeah. you know, from I thousands so. years ago. Yeah. yeah, these two dorks. Yeah, you know? so some this could be, you know, I would. people I would could th- be listening to this a thousand years in the future. I would think the likelihood of that would be about as high as me finding a file on a three-and-a-half-inch floppy disk from 1984. I'm just saying. It's probably pretty unlikely. You don't have your floppy disk from 1984? <laughs> no. What are you, irresponsible or something? <laughs> My atmospheric pops and whistles. What <laughs> version of that I just thought of that. So anyway, the Farmer's Almanac has predicted. Andrew's like, what's a floppy disk? <laughs> I know what a floppy disk is. Well, are you kidding me? I used oh. floppy disks in elementary school. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Sorry about I that. I started out with five and a quarters. Five and a quarters true. were actually floppy. They truly were floppy. But the three and a half were not floppy. Yeah. They yeah. were very rigid in their construction. No, they weren't floppy at all. So, but the floppy disk was inside of the rigid one, right? It was, yeah. yeah. So, what what the farmer's almanac calls for yeah, is a is a relatively cool uh, winter for uh, Texas with uh, moderate rain um, and uh, temperatures. It, so, here we go. We're going to average in November uh, fifty five degrees, precipitation of three inches. In December, we're going to average. This is for this year. We're going to average in December 54 degrees, precipitation two inches, a little bit below. And then it just keeps going. And it tells us pretty much what to expect day by day, month by month, which is really nice. How are we going to get any snow this year? Yeah, we're going to get some snow. How have they factored in, you know, climate change and all this other crap that's going on? Yeah, they've factored all that in. Factored all that in. Down to the T. Okay. I'm kidding. You know, Kendra's uh, stepdad was a meteorologist, like a legit meteorologist. Oh, I hope he was better than the Galveston guys. Oh, much. Yeah, Yeah. he was good. And so. I killed everybody. Yeah, I know. He was a legit meteorologist and he would, you know. Anytime we needed to know what was going on with the weather, we just called Papa Don. You know Papa Don. Oh, yeah. 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 He would walk outside, look at the sky. I mean, just, and he taught the kids all about clouds and different oh. types of clouds. But there's a whole lot of science into there's you a know, lot of science. weather prediction, and we're still not really good at it, I even don't think given so. all the stuff we have. I don't so, think, I don't think, we're I don't know how accurate the farmer's almanac is on predicting the weather. I think they take an amalgamation of what has happened in the past, and they're saying, here's, a median of kind of what's happened in the past for this day, for this region. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Now, the one thing that I do think is right is, is to be prepared for in Texas, a polar coaster. I like that term. I I didn't make it up. This was the Houston news people that made this up. Prepare for a polar coaster because the weather goes again. If, if you're not happy with the weather in Texas, wait an hour. It's the same kind of thing. Now it's not as violent in the winter, now, in the summer, it's pretty violent. We'll have a cold snap that comes, and it can go from 100 to 60, or vice versa. Now, usually in the summer, it's just 100 degrees flat out. For well, every months. once in a while, we'll yeah. have a little spike, and it'll go down to yeah. the 70s or it's whatever. usually fall and spring where it gets all Yeah, I think it's fall like where it's kind of sketchy. Right. But in the winter, spring. in the winter, now, what happened with me three years ago was we had an unbelievably warm winter, and especially a warm December. And it killed all my bees. Did I tell you that? Mm-hmm. Because they basically starve to death. Because once it heats up, then they need to go through their winter wares quicker. 
And I wasn't thinking through that, and I didn't come back and refortify them. So they can't just survive on their own? Well, there's no flowers at all, so there's nothing for them to go get. So uh. either they have enough for winter stores or not, and they didn't, and I didn't save them. So, so you shoot. killed a whole... I killed four hives. Shout out to PETA. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, PETA. But I absolutely killed them. So I'm going to be more responsible this year. If we yeah, have be. heat waves, I'm going to be prepared. Right? So... <laughs> That's about all I got. Yeah. Okay. That was great. (laughs) You guys totally laid out on me. It's just not right. Okay. Didn't know where to go. But then in the winter, so another thing that happened that you you uh, reminded us about is sometimes we do have really aggressive weather, and the opening year of Jerry Jones Cowboy Stadium. We had one of the biggest ice storms that we've had in a long time. Isn't that right? I mean, yeah. So, you know, we could never have the Super Bowl in Dallas. Yeah, because it was butt cold and we had the Texas Stadium with yeah, a hole had, in the with middle. with a hole in the roof, right? And you couldn't keep it. Uh, so if it was cold, yeah, everybody was freezing. The average temperature to even host the Super Bowl has to be, I think, on average above 70. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And so we could, we could never achieve that here. Right, because it's butt cold. Yeah. And so part of the business case for, you know, the new stadium was, hey, you know, we can have a covered roof, we can open and close the roof, we can right. bring the Super Bowl in here, create lots of economic activity. The first Super Bowl was in 2011, and we had a massive ice storm that came in like the week before. Uh, yeah, it was right? huge. It was just huge. And, and, it, it, and it, it was no snow, it was straight ice. It was straight ice, Yeah. And, there's, and, and, and and what happens there, and sorry to go on aside, but it basically starts raining, raining, raining at about 34, 33 degrees, and then it dips. So you get all this rain, so then it sleets, and then it continues to sleet, and it turns into, from rain to sleet, and then and then it just goes sub-freezing, and it all freezes over. Yeah. It's well, terrible. And the thing is, you know, we have, even if it's, even if it's below freezing, right, and this is what happened on that Christmas Eve I was talking about. It was below freezing. But the days prior to that, and I think that was the same case here, you know, generally the ground is warm, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. And so if you, if it's a super cold environment where the ground is really cold, then when the, you know, ice lands, it becomes fluffy. It remains snow. Right. Right? Here our ground is just warm enough that even if it's snowing, when it hits, it's going to melt a little bit and just yeah. kind of glaze over. Right. You know? And so that's a, that's a big factor. Well, I rem- So you just end up with sheets of ice I everywhere. remember that Super Bowl because you had all this ice on top of that brand new roof. You remember mm. it coming down and almost killing people? Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Because it fell in massive, I mean massive sheets of ice. Oh, the ice did. Yes, yes, and yes. It, yes. it was yeah. decapitating style ice. I mean, it would have killed people if they would have been under it. There's a quote in this article from this guy. He says, I looked up and there were these huge bowling ball sized chunks of ice falling. Yeah. I think it was worse than that. I think they were like giant sheets that literally slid off the roof. And And they had it all on film. And it says about five inches of snow fell on Thursday and Friday. Okay. So you had five inches of snow where we had nothing before. Five inches... And then it just creates this massive ice storm. Yeah. 
and just created chaos, right? Yeah, that's no good. And the teams that were in the Super Bowl, it was Green Bay versus Pittsburgh, right? They were so used they were to both that stuff. used to, you know, snow and cold weather and stuff. Yeah, but, but they couldn't get here because yeah. DFW and Left Field were shut down. They were shut down, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was no crazy. good. It was crazy. It was crazy. No good. So Okay, so we do have actual weather here in Texas. Now, down on the coast, it's probably a little less dramatic. You know, if you go down to Houston or Galveston or Padre, it's a little less dramatic, right? No, they deal with different issues, right? They deal with hurricanes down there. and Yeah, but they're not going to – it would be crazy if they saw snow, right? I think so, yeah. I, I think don't so. think they get much snow down there. I think so. So, And then what would you do if, if you wanted to do some activities in Texas winter? What would you do? Dude, I love winter. You I do? love the cold season. Yeah, I do. That's why I kind of blew out this list. I like going out. Going outside is kind of refreshing, right? Because you've gone through you know three months of brutal you know hundred plus degree weather, right? I love getting out there. I like the fire pit. You know, I like, I like cooking that. on the fire. And I got a new fire pit this year that I need to break in. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. The smokeless fire pit. So we'll be cooking out there. You can burn your burn pile. I always have a bunch of crap piled up that I can't burn in the summer. I had a fire for seven hours yesterday. Yeah? Yeah, it was great. Just a burn pile? Yeah, well, I had a bunch of freshman guys from the church. They were over, and they did a big bonfire and s'mores and all Oh, that. just a fun thing. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. That's great. But I love it, man. I like going to, like, you know, Highland Village or whatever, riding the carriages. Uh-huh. Hot chocolate. Right. You know. It's all good, man. Build a snowman. We talked about staying home from school when you were a kid. That was a fun thing. You ever you ever build a snowman and, and it melts uh, fifteen minutes later? And sing that song Let It Go. You ever do that? <laughs> whenever it gets cold outside, it always makes me want to play video games in the morning. Because whenever it would like ice over and like I didn't have to go to school, I'd just play video games in the morning. Oh, that's good. So yeah. That's what I've been doing. Like on my day off from work. Make some coffee and make myself a bowl of cereal, and then I'll play some Xbox. Well, I do. I look like my grandmother now when I go outside because I remember my grandmother looked so ridiculous with all the clothes that she would put on, and she would put this mishmash of whatever she found you know, gloves and old coats that look terrible, and rubber boots and socks and hats and whatever. I look exactly that ridiculous plus some, really. Because when I go out now, because I have to go out to the barn to mess with, because I got Scout and I'm treating her for this massive cut on her right butt cheek that some, she's going through right now. So Still? I'm going, oh, it. she opened it up two days ago. Still? Yeah, it's terrible. So I'm going out there treating her all the time, messing with the donkeys and chickens and cows and whatever. And uh, so I put, and it's butt cold. So I put all this crap on. And uh, so I'll go out literally in like workout clothes in shorts and, and no shoes and I'll in the bar, in the garage and I'll just put all this ridiculous stuff on and I look like I'm going into the ice tundra. <laughs> but I get so cold, you know? So I got a giant, you know, cozy hat on and I don't get cold at all anymore when I go out. I just put on a coat and go out there. I don't. Yeah. I get everything. Yeah. I've got my coveralls. I've had these coveralls for 25 years. Oh, I love my coveralls, yeah. I look ridiculous, <laughs> but I don't care. No, I look good in my coveralls. I don't. I look really I good. I look terrible. But, uh, but yeah, so that's winter in Texas. So so you like it. You're a big fan of winter in Texas. I like it, man. I like building fires in the fire. I like, you know, I like fire. I yeah. Like, you know, even during the summer, I'm usually cooking over the grill. Well, so I, I like the fireplace. I'm, I'm not a fan of winter at all. Really? I, I like to stay. And matter of fact, I get... 
I get really mad whenever I, you know, because that summer solstice, when it hits, it's a big deal in Alaska. In Texas, it's not here. June 21st, when it hits, I just get depressed because I know I'm going to start losing seven minutes of daylight every day after June 21st. And I love being able to stay outside and work outside until 9 and 9.15 at night in the summer, June 21st, longest day of the year. And then we're going to December 21st, which is winter solstice. And that's when the seven minutes changes and the earth starts tilting back the other way. So the tipping point was just this weekend, right? Where we have to turn the clocks back. No. That's the tipping point. <laughs> doesn't right? have anything to do with it. No? No. This daylight savings time is ridiculous. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with the solstice or the way the earth's axis is. Summer solstice, June 21st, winter solstice, December, December 21st. You gain seven minutes of daylight from December to June. And you lose it from June to December, and then it's just so depressing because so, I go. But outside don't we turn the clocks back to try to make up some of that daylight? Yeah, but it's so stupid. It doesn't. So doesn't stupid. really work. Well, if I was a farmer, if I was ranching all day, you know, <laughs> on a tractor, I guess it bought. You, you know, can get out there now. I say it's yes. There, there. I think there's seven states right now trying to change that. And there's a whole bunch that are considering just... I just get up and get my work done in the morning, so I have to do it at 9 o'clock at night. What's wrong with you, man? I don't know. A lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm a lot. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee all morning. <laughs> I have a lot wrong with Diddly me. squat. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't, I don't care. And I am not a fan of this daylight... Sa- I'm like, just pick a time. I think daylight savings time is stupid. I think it's stupid. Yeah, it's just, ridiculous. Just be done with it. Yeah. Just pick a time, do it, and I'll deal with it the rest of the year. I do like cold weather, though. I think I, I like it's cold the weather. fireplace. It's, yeah. you know, this Thanksgiving, no. Christmas, and it's football season. I, I love, love football. Well, you and I enjoy Friday yeah. night football, going yeah. out cold and watching football and enjoying all this. Yeah. So, yeah, no, there are parts that I like, but and I get just dog tired of it being just a sweat fest all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's a nice break. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, sweat fest will be here again. Yeah. Uh, we'll go through hail season first. And tornadoes. Yeah. Hurricanes and whatnot. And we have horrible weather. Here. Sinkholes. You see all those sinkhole things I <laughs> yes, tell us? I, I told you, man. Yeah. I told you. So so all these things come across the news thing. The earth is just going to open us up, swallow us all up. So if you don't remember, it's like episode, I don't know, whatever, weather. Yeah. We were talking about terrible Texas weather, weather. patterns. Yeah. And, and I asked Kevin at one point, I said, What's your most feared thing? And he said the most ridiculous thing. You said, A sinkhole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was just a gag, I know, but it stuck in my brain. And sure enough, now you got all these sinkholes that pop up all you, around the country. I predicted it, man. <laughs> I should work for the Farmer's Almanac. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think so. I can predict all this. I don't think so. I think that's terrible. I so. predicted the sinkhole trend. Oh, gosh. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, thank you all for listening to our ramblings on winter in Texas. It's cold out there. Wrap up, bundle up, build a fire, give us a review. Adios. Right, see you later. Bye. <laughs>